Right. When I have I have my next move, I mean, I'm going to hire, you know, several people because I'm, I'm not moving shit no more. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, I, I stopped doing that some years ago, bro. Yeah, <laughs> When we helped Nelly move some of that shit from his father's crib over there, that was it, man. I knew that day. I'm like, man, I can't do this shit no more, man. Yeah, my back messed up for a couple months from that shit. <laughs> and that was it, G. Yeah. So it's like being an athlete. Like you know when like a little young buck is gonna like cross you over and ain't nothing you could do about it. That's when you know that you can just retire. But for us us regular folks, when we know that we can't move shit, it's over with. That's it. <laughs> That's it is over. We on our back yeah. nine after that. If if you can't consistently help people move like that, you on your back nine. Nah. <laughs> you nigga, we on our back nine. I love her. Yeah. Nah, so nigga, we 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 ain't going up the mountain no more. We don't hit. Right. We don't play, nigga. We going this way now. Right. <laughs> it's a nice ride going back down. Just enjoy it. But nigga, Same. you know damn well you ain't listening shit, Phil. Nigga, you know we just, damn well. Y'all, this is the Cornerstone Podcast, episode 57. Subscribe, like, comment, and share the content. Follow us on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iTunes. Man, y'all, this is episode 57. How was y'all week so far, man? How's everything going? It's going all right, G. I ain't got no complaints. Still working out here in this cold. In this cold. What about you, Phil? Uh, man, shit, last week was a mess, bro. I had a kid was in the hospital with fevers, and she still got a fever, and Oh, Case the kid's school thought she had COVID, so I had to go through the whole COVID testing and protocol and all that shit. Yeah, it's been pretty hectic. My week been pretty hectic, man. It's it's starting to die down. Hopefully next this coming week I don't have that many problems. But uh, one problem I don't have is that shit y'all dealing with. <laughs> it's yeah. nice as seventy one today. Supposed yeah. to be eighty. This week. Yeah, that same day that it came down hard, I texted this fool. I was like, hey, man, I mean, are you going to work today? He was like, yeah, why? I was like, man, just be careful out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, they model, my model, rain, sleet, or snow. They don't give a fuck, man. I say, man, let me go in here and knock this shit out. Now, was most of the streets plowed off since it's downtown? Yeah. Yeah. You just got to get downtown. But once we got down there, it was shit. That afternoon and then the next day, people suffer still. They hadn't even rolled through the street, the side streets like in front of like my house or something like that. Yeah. But downtown was clean as hell. So if you was a worker clean. in the hood, then more than likely you'll be like in need deep snow trying to deliver mail and shit, huh? Yeah, they said they didn't even most stations I know out here on the outline area, they didn't deliver mail Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Tuesday, okay. Wednesday, shit like that. Okay. Nah, right. shit. Don't miss it one bit, fellas. I don't miss it at all. I, I know, man. That's why 
we we'll be out there. Like I said, everybody don't know if you don't know, we'll be out there on location out there in Arizona in a couple of months, man. In the April, we'll be out there, G. Yeah, I have yeah. my ticket confirmed by Tuesday. Cool, cool. Uh, your, your your flight, or you want or the room too? How you want to do that? You know what? I might just get yeah. I might just lock them both down next week just to kind of get it out the way. So okay, let me. Well, we we we'll take a few more rooms this week, man. Okay. Before you know, before the end. Well, like I said, I'm getting the tickets. Um, probably around the end of February. Mm-hmm. Now, gotta, is y'all coming solo or y'all bringing company? I'm I'm bring. Um, I'm gonna say this. I mean, it's just the fellas out here. You know what I'm saying? I had to do a little something special for Valentine, mm-hmm. just so I can come down there. And I mean, I'm you know I keep it real. I mean, this is you know this is the crew, so yeah, I had to do a little something, y'all. Y'all will see it in about a, a few days, in a week or so. But I'm definitely coming down. It's a guarantee. I'm down there in Arizona. I'm 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 we there, man. We there. We gonna turn up. What about Mister You? Uh, did you have to ask, or you, how did you get out for the, for the weekend, for that weekend? I mean, once we had the dates um, kind of, like, uh, verified, I let her know, like, mm-hmm. hey, when it comes to bidding my schedule, this is the block of time that I'm bidding for the fellas' trip. And she knew about this, like, months ago. Because I, I bid mm-hmm. my schedule, um, my schedule, like, in October of last year. Then after that, we mm-hmm. bid our annual leave for the whole year. So she already knew about this for a while. Yeah, honestly, she might knew too, but you know, I, I still had to grease the wheels. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Phil, you being down there, do Nisi know that? I mean, with the baby and all, and that that's how oh, we yeah. we 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 are. When we said initially the date, I let her know, so it's a wrap for all that. Mm-hmm. I'm staying. I'm, I'm gonna post up with y'all at the hotel and everything. I ain't right, coming here. That's it. That, you I'm know okay. what? I, I love that, G. Real talk. I love that. I love the fact that all people try to talk like we tough, but we all <laughs> had let the wives know like seven months in advance that we doing it. Yeah. I might fly out on the same day as Chloe's birthday, but I might just fly out like very late that Thursday night and then come back sometime Sunday. Yeah, I was looking at the tickets. It's a little, little cheaper if you leave Thursday night and go back Monday. I'll that ain't, that too. It, they ain't too bad, regardless of when you come. But you know, that's all yeah. y'all. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody trying to fly Frontier. <laughs> oh, spirit. No. Yeah. yeah I at least, I'm, I'm not doing. Yeah. That's another thing, Mister. Hey, Phil. We 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 at that age. I can't really do layovers no more, neither. I gotta do a direct flight. You gotta be direct for me. Yeah. And I can't, y'all. I'm sorry. I, I can't fly Spirit in front to the rest as long as I live. I mean, Southwest mm-hmm. is the lowest type of quality I will I willing to do. Any lower than Southwest, I'm good. So what is Southwest? We all rank Southwest. Southwest like, is like the border, the baseline now. But I'm yeah. trying to remember my last Southwest flight. I just flew out of, I just flew into O'Hare. Matter of fact, last time right. Southwest. I don't remember. Yeah, how to... that's right. Cause Southwest got a Southwest got a hub in O'Hare now. They got no, a, they got a little bit. Into Midway. Matter of fact, I came into Midway. 
Get through Midway. I just don't remember the flight. Like if it was a good, a good flight or not. Or the plane or dependable. Um, they got plenty of flights. They got um, economical flights. So, um, like compared to the big ones, American, United, Delta. I mean, Southwest always gonna be at the bottom. I mean, it's considered the Greyhound of the uh, sky. I mean, it's very dependable. So I'd rather be on the Greyhound of the sky than the motherfucking taxi cab because that's all spirit. The is, spirit is the mega bus. <laughs> that's it, G. Uh, you know what? No, uh, well, the to me the mega bus is, is is a notch higher than a greyhound to me. I like the mega bus. Really? Yeah, I ain't never been. On cool. I don't know if it's real cheap. Mm. I never been on. I never been on the mega bus. I've been on greyhound. Because greyhounds they have so many like stops, but the mega bus is <coughs> from from point to point. Because I went from. From Boston to New York within like two or three hours. But if it was the Greyhound, they'd be stopping at every little look, hick town there is in between. Ooh, ooh. Boston, you did you could have just drove that. I didn't rent a car, I just flew oh, out. There. Oh, okay. Okay, I got like that picture in the background, mister. Yeah, that's the one I painted last year for my 40th birthday. Oh, yeah, the Kobe picture. Yeah, it's just you did the shadow long. You know, I don't like his, his shadow you got on his, for his little beard. Go ahead. Go critic. Where your uh, pitch at? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, shit. Gonna go get a picture of his daughter, Drew. Yeah, <laughs> that's some shit. My pitcher. Here go my pitch again, damn it. Yeah, that's some shit Pila can draw. <laughs> nah, this is my cat. And I wasn't even, Puss wasn't at the plate when me and Mr. went to do this. Yeah. And this is a beautiful picture, dude. Yeah, that's nice. It's nice. I freehanded. Oh yeah. Hey, I freehand that one too, motherfucker. You a goddamn lie, nigga. You didn't go outside the lines one time. You you traced that shit. <laughs> nigga, you got motherfucking arthritis and everything. Nigga, you was up there. Oh shit. He had yeah, the color of the numbers. Yeah, yeah. nigga. No, yeah. I ain't had no numbers for real. I forget how that shit went, but it was all right. I, like I said, she took me to a paint strip. She got mad because I had the best picture on the um at the place. It was um for core it was Kim's birthday. I think we did that. That was like two years ago though. Was that like close to Beverly? Who? Um as far as the spot where y'all went to, because I know it's the spot around here. Oh no, Kim had it in her career. I know the one you talking about over there around Western. Yeah. Nah, um, Kim had it at her crib. She lived out there, um, River Oaks in that area and shit. Nah, matter of fact, in Lansing. Lansing. Yeah, the Lansing. Yeah. Yeah, my aunt moved to Lansing, and that. Well, no, she went to uh, Calumet City. We have their move. I think I told you about this, and um, she's still on the fourth floor. So big items we had to literally take up the stairs. 
Man, that was to a, the fourth floor. Yeah, to the fourth floor. How long ago was this? This happened two weeks ago. Nigga, ain't nobody moving that shit. <laughs> I imagine this is for my what seventy-seven year old aunt. So I had to be available. If I was working, I had to call off to, to in order to do it. But I was happened to be off that day. Man, Man you better. You a way me. better. Hey, you too old for. Dude, my father moving a lot of his shit. And I'm like, I don't know what you think I can move. If you can't move shit, I can't. <laughs> so he had Big Will and them, one of his young friends come do it. Big Will dropped the motherfucking chair off the back of his truck and it broke and they broke his TV screen. All types of shit. And I'm looking at him like, dude, you got to get movers to do that shit. Because yeah. we at the age, like you said, four floors to move some shit. I know you work out, Mister, and all that shit, man. Fuck that, man. I love, and I love my pops. Ain't like you love your auntie more than I love my pops. I just ain't helping them off. I think I come out there and drive with you wherever you want to go. I help you get the U-Haul, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But the lifting shit, I told him, you know, I was like, I can't do that shit no more, man. Yeah, I can honestly say that, like, for that move that I did, that was the very last move that I ever going to do in my life. Because I, I bet it is. When, you had your warning. Right. When I have I have my next move, I mean, I'm going to hire you know several people because I'm I'm not moving shit no more. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, I, I stopped doing that some years ago, bro. Still, <laughs> when we helped Nelly move some of that shit from his father crib over there. That was it, man. I knew that day. I'm like, man, I can't do this shit no more, man. Yeah, my back was messed up for a couple months from that shit. <laughs> and that was it, G. Yeah. So it's like being an athlete. Like, you know when, like, a little young buck is going to, like, cross you over and ain't nothing you could do about it. That's when you know that you can just retire. But <laughs> for us, us regular folks, when we know that we can't move shit, it's over with. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's over. We on our back yeah. nine after that. If if you can't consistently help people move like that, you on your back nine. Nah. <laughs> you, nigga, we on our back nine. I love her. Yeah. Nah. But, nigga, we, we, we ain't going up the mountain no more. We done hit, right. we done play, nigga, we going this way now. Right. <laughs> it's a nice ride going back down. Just enjoy it. But, nigga, Wait. you know damn well you ain't listening shit, Phil, nigga. You know we just, damn well. We just plateauing right now, man. We just plateauing. That's all. You know, when you when you get old on defense, you know you ain't supposed to be trying to chase that little guard. You play off of him. <laughs> you read him. You know when he's going to shoot, you pull up on him, and you block his shot. You play good defense, smart defense. That's all. Shit. It ain't smart lifting boxes and shit no more. <laughs> it ain't smart at all. I agree with that one. I agree with that one. Now, uh, I want to ask y'all a question. So, uh, hopefully, we won't get in trouble with our channel by posing this topic. But I kind of want to know as far as if y'all know of any turning point in which in which uh, like black people are no longer at the at the top of the echelon when it comes to if you diss them in the public, then you will be automatically canceled. I'm not sure when that point happened, but as far as what Whoopi Goldberg has said on The View as far as saying how the Holocaust was not about race, and then they suspended her for two weeks. So today... 
as far as the hierarchy, as far as like oppressed people, if you if you say something about them and then you'll get canceled, like number one on that list will be Jews. The number two people will be trans. Number three will likely be anywhere from the LGBT. Number four, maybe women. Five could be, I don't know, just just regular black people. But as far as what was that turning point as far as when did black people lose that title of like the most oppressed people that's that's like distant person, then people will be like canceled, just like Don Imus when he when he called that basketball team that be had a hole. She was literally canceled on the spot and you really didn't hear from him no more. So today, I mean Joe Rogan, he could say nigga. Even though he said it years ago, he's not going to get canceled. And I like Joe Rogan. I don't want him to get canceled. But as far as how the climate changed when you diss black people, you won't get canceled right away. What you say, Phil? I don't. Uh, I, 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 the LGBT once they get it out, that's what I think. You say Jews number one. I, I'm gonna put the the alphabet. I'm gonna put them number one still. Really? When I usually put Jews and blacks, yeah, they trust me. You. Hey man, you you can't throw a, a piece of tissue at one of them without being in trouble. Now a cancellation. Jews mm-hmm. always kind of put them right there with black people though. Like I mean, we was I can I understand when you say like we was like number one, right? But the but the Jews was a strong second always to me. They always been number two. So so yeah, okay. So what was me, the turning yeah. point of them being number one? And and black. I don't people, feel like they're number one. No, I don't I, think. I think, the, I think they're number one. Jews. Well, okay. Jews. Yeah, yeah. I think overall Jewish Jewish people are number one. I mean, you got to think about it from a political standpoint. We're protecting a little bit ass country in the Middle East just because of who's in there. Billions of dollars being poured into Israel. Mm-hmm. They care too much about that. Well, I ain't gonna say too much. They care more about that than anything. For whatever yeah. interest they have, they care about that more than anything. Like even- then. Even with their conflict, them being in conflict with the Palestinians, like no one from the U.S. government is going to side with the Palestinians. No, no matter what faults the uh, Israel, um, no faults from as far as what Israel had did, as far as like shooting up uh, hospitals and ambulances and, and innocent people, people always going to side with them and not and not give one ounce of support to the Palestinians. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Yeah, and then. Let's see. After I think after Jewish people, I mean, I, I think people people like to think that black people was up there, <laughs> but we never really were. You know, we up there. Okay. I mean, like well, when we I was, was like like a teenager. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I would say we, it was more taboo to to call us out of our name and be caught doing it. Like people do it every day. It's so common that you know it only if some something dramatic is happening at the moment that is making the world pay attention to black people. That's the only time we ever come first. Some murder, somebody murdered, church shootings and all of that stuff. Then we kind of bubble up. But yeah, as far as the smartphone and I I mean, like to me, maybe black people may be at that number one spot during an election season. So besides that, I mean, black people are pretty much kind of last last place like to me the way that i kind of perceived how the way the mainstream media be handling like these you know different events or whatever but but yeah like um i thought that i mean as far as what whoopi said i mean how you feel about that how, how you feel about what she said though i understand what, what she was trying to say 
You said what? But the, what did she say again? They were talking about World War II or whatever, and then she said something about how the Holocaust wasn't about race. She was just basically saying how it was one group of white people um, being oppressors to like another set of uh, white people. And, and she was just saying it wasn't about race. It was something about like pure evil and it was about ethnicity, but it wasn't about race. If it's ethnicity, that's a, that's a different race right there. She was totally fucking wrong for it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I felt that she was wrong I, I for think, it. I, I don't think she was. Said, if you would have said slavery, if you would have said slavery wasn't about race, it was more about it was more about financial gain or whatever at that time. We'd have, we'd have had a fucking uproar. And Rosie O'Donnell said something. I'm just saying, you know, that really wasn't about race. That was about, you know, just politically being slaves, having slaves. This, that wasn't about race. If you tell these people in World War II that was put in these concentration camps, they was, they was murdering Jews by the thousands, the hundred thousand. They was killing all these niggas. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, and you say it's not about race, you a goddamn lie. They tried to exterminate the Jews. That's, that's race. They were trying to exterminate their race. So how the fuck can it not be about their race? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's she she probably kind of, like, misspoke. I, I understood what she was trying to say, but it just kind of came off as, like, um, being tone deaf. I mean, Whoopi, she, she's been in entertainment for, like, years, and to me, I consider her kind of out of touch with, like, certain certain things, especially when it comes to the black community. Like, if y'all have to see some interview uh, that, that she did with Bernie Sanders, because I used to be a Bernie bro prior to me being conservative, but, but like, the way that she was kind of interviewing Bernie, it kind of it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And that mm-hmm. just kind of let me know that she just been rich for so long and she just on this on this Hollywood high horse. And and um, I, I like her movies. I like her as an artist. But as a as a panelist on The View, she got some fucked up views. I, I just don't like Whoopi like that no more. Wait, did you just come right out and say you was a conservative now? I lean more yeah, conservative. Yeah, I think that. I lean. You lean nothing. I think what Whoopi's, I think what Whoopi was trying to say is probably what a lot of black people actually think but won't say, because we okay. typically put all white people in the same bucket if they're not black, and that's what I think she was doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah, I agree. I so can, I, I think I it was good on her part to say it like that. But honestly, if if we if, if we talking about you know a uh, hundred people in a room and you ask all of the white people to stand on one side and all of the black people to stay on another side, the Jewish people, the Germans, all of them are gonna stand on the white side. That's probably right. where, where she coming from. Right. And I mean, I see what you said about her saying that. Yeah. I mean, it's still but foolish I, for her to say that. She's well, she should be well versed in, you know. Understand that this, these are different, well, these white people got different races. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it was an ethnic cleansing. I mean, you can't change what it was. Yeah, it I mean, was what it was. That, that was a rookie mistake with her part because I mean she's been in Hollywood for like a lot like a long time prior to me even being born, prior to all of us being born. And for her to kind of like like if you're gonna like address anything about Jewish people, you better hit it out the park and, and get everything right. Because if you get one thing, one I one thing that's that's, that's totally off base, just like Nick Cannon, then Hollywood is gonna deal with you some type of way. 
and and yeah. now she she realized because the Jews run in Hollywood, so yeah, they yeah they get you right. Yeah, so. you know, and I and I hate to say, you know, people say, was that a stability or she got time to think about it, stuff like that. Like I say, I always remember if it was a white person talking about black people, how we would feel and we would want them to be nowhere on TV again. Now, have y'all heard about the whole Joe Rogan thing? Yeah, I seen him. Somebody made a mixed video about all of the times he said uh, said nigger. Yeah, and I saw this apology video, and um, basically what he was saying was how, like, throughout like twelve years of his pro- podcast, he he was taken out of context as far as he would just like like explain a certain certain things about the word, and he just happened to say you know nigger instead of just saying n word. So that's what that was all about. I mean, I'm not gonna get all outraged about it. I mean, I like Joe Rogan. I like his. So it's okay for him to say nigger on his podcast, though, Rob. You said what? I say I understand you like the guy, but it, I mean, is it okay for him to say "nigga" on his podcast? As many times it, as I it all depends on it all depends on the context of how he's using it. I mean, do you like Quentin Tarantino right now? They say I, I understand that. I know you can say it. he used. The no, no, answer, answer the question first. I say yeah. Okay then, so. So, will you get outraged over Tarantino just as much as you're outraged over Joe Rogan? Nah, well, Quentin Tarantino is telling the story, and usually it's time-based, so you understand why white people would call his niggas at the time. He do a lot of period, you know, some of his movies are period movies, so just, that's when white folks would call him. People. And, it, and Quentin Tarantino directing and everything, but he's, you know what? I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to let you win this. <laughs> because I, no, the reason why I'm saying is, Mister gonna say, "Well, a podcast, he he's trying to talk and explain about the same shit." I, you know, you got to play chess with Rob, so you understand where where he's gonna go when you go somewhere. So it's it's it, 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 it be nothing but a stalemate because he likes this white guy. But if it wasn't a white guy that he liked, he would prosecute him to the fullest. So you got to always remember that with Rob, he has his favorite. White friend, people that he like, and it's okay for them to say niggas. So. <laughs> hey Phil, you got anything to add, man? I just that is just hilarious, man. I can just laugh at. It. <laughs> you usually laugh at the <laughs> truth, motherfucker. That is so funny. <laughs> I really wish we could just get over it. To be honest with you, I mean, I, I I've been to so many places where I heard the word thrown around by people who weren't black. And uh-huh. truth be told, it's like to me, I'm numb to it. I don't even really care no more. What about you? I really don't. What's up? How do you feel about the word "still"? Like I said, in in our society, like like I feel say he hears so much, he he numb to it. And I'm gonna be honest, dude. I in Chicago, out of town or whatever, I really haven't been exposed to a white guy like you, nigger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I think I, or just to say, like you say, say the word nigga in general. I might have been, I want to say 15, 16 when I heard some white, and they was like some white young boys. Right, I was walking and they was, we was out in the white suburb, a predominantly white suburb back then. And they said, get out of here, niggas, like that. And we ain't give a fuck. We like, whatever. We was on bullshit anyway. But Which suburb was you in? Shit, I was in Hickory Hills at the time. That's when my cousin Will lived out there at Palos. Damn. And 
we took 95th. So when you take 95th, we had to take Robert's, not Robert's Road, but LeGrave's Road. We walked it. We walked it all the way to 87. Mm, okay. And, yeah. um, we walked it. So on LaGrange, they did that and shit. I mean, it ain't no street. We walked in like a ditch in the grass. It was, we didn't give a fuck. We like, and, but that's the first time and probably last time I can say, I done had a white person like say nigga to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. Yeah. So I really yeah, I, I, think, I think you just to kind of go into what I mean by numb by it, it's like, I'm numb to it in the same way I'm numb to the word bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if somebody say, if somebody call me a bitch, then we got a problem. But if somebody yeah. just say, bitch, in my present, I don't have a problem with it because I know they're not referring to me. You see what I'm saying? So if somebody using the word nigga, I, I mean, I've seen white boys call each other nigga now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, okay. that's their conversation. Why do I need to jump in their conversation? Because they being ignorant to each other. I'm, I don't need to correct them. They already fucked up, so I don't need to be part of that. But if they turn to me and, and address me dick. like that, then it's a problem. Mm-hmm. So now nah, I don't have a problem with white people using the term. It's just got to be observed in the same way we observe other other you know other words, faux pas words. You know what I'm saying? You 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 use it when it's appropriate. But if you use it in anger, it don't matter if it's nigga, if it's bitch. Hell, if you call me a man the wrong way, it, it, it shit. If it's a way to say it wrong, then I'm gonna take it wrong, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just like S, you know, S, SMD. You know, if, if you say that shit to somebody, you they gonna snap you. You gonna they gonna lose it. But if you in my presence and we having a conversation and it come out, you know, uh, is is you gonna get that? I'm gonna give you that look like, all right, maybe you probably shouldn't even go that far with it. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm not down somebody's throat because they using the term with me in the right way. You know what I'm saying? Because Hispanic people do it all of the time. It's part of their language now. Mm, mm, okay. Well, they use, they use nigga like referring to themselves the same way we do. Okay. And that comes from being in jail with niggas all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just feel like, they, like we, we talk about how, how the black rate, how how we feel like we be getting treated and disrespected like the Jews, but the Mexicans the same way. They feel like they get got the short end of the stick too. So they Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, they usually put themselves in that black category. I do notice that. So now like do you have I, an issue with Puerto Ricans using nigga because J Lo was using it, Fat Joe use it? Well well J Lo used it once, they said in a song. Yeah with Ja Rule. Yeah, I, um, so you gotta understand, and Mister, you know this, and Phil, you've been out there, New York. They feel like they all niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like honestly, and like you said, when you think like, well, Puerto Ricans ain't really black. What well, they third cousin black, whatever. How much you want to put into that that state? I don't know. It's like the way we grew up. We we did think Puerto Ricans were niggas, mm. you know. I heard Fat Joe and them talk about that a while ago, and like they said, they feel I get like I said, well, something about being oppressed and shit. They just feel like they part of that black, you know, black background, black, you know, like man, we've been through the same bullshit, if not the same bullshit. We've been through enough, as much bullshit. Black people coming up in this world just trying to make a big a, a dollar. 
and not being just and not, you know what I'm saying, not being out not being just prejudiced, you know, just being prejudged and shit. I just I wanna be we're not white. That's what the more Puerto Ricans and the Mexicans also said. We're not white. So if you're not white, you treat everybody the same way. Niggas, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Well they showed in that bro. they showed didn't think y'all was niggas when when y'all was riding up there and uh, y'all came to their neighborhood, they showed it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they doing, showed um, yeah, during the George Floyd protests, um, I heard that it was instances of black people being chased out of Hispanic neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. Being so shot at. So we, we ain't the same people. Feel, huh? We ain't the same people. We're not the same people. Hey, um, I agree. We the same people when it's convenient. That's all. Now, speaking of like kind of intermingling, like the whole black experience with the Latino experience or Hispanic experience, I want to talk about Brian Flores. Now, is he a black man or is he a Hispanic man? I don't know his nationality. What is it when you Google it? I, I haven't Googled it, but I mean, you know, typically he's a black man. I mean, he. He he is he's a nigga, nigga. But but by his last name being Flores, okay, you gotta like wonder like he got some type of um Hispanic lineage in his background. Is that is that a problem? No, it's not a problem. I'm, I'm just asking. Who is and Brian Flores? As, that's the <laughs> coach got an active lawsuit against NFL. Coach in the NFL. Oh, I was hearing that in the background of some what conversation I was having. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to sue, uh, sue a couple of teams, as you talking about? Yeah, he's, he's trying to sue the Giants, the Bills, and the Broncos. So supposedly, he was going in for an interview. I'm not sure if you heard this part of the story, Phil. He was going in for an interview with the Giants, and Bill Belichick texted to <coughs> congratulate him on 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 becoming like the next Bill. I'm sorry, Giants head coach. But Bill Belichick, he thought he was texting. Brian Dayball, but he texts Brian Flores. <laughs> so Brian Flores, like, damn, like, if they already got that guy, then why the hell am I interviewing for the job for? He didn't. He wasn't even going to the interview for three days when he got that text, and they really had already hired the guys to coach. Now Bill Belichick ain't say, damn, why you tell or nothing? He was like, shit, I was just being real. I thought I text, I text the wrong guy, but the guy had the job. Now, between you and the Giants, that, that just going to show you that they already had their man, and they was just high, they want you to come in the interview just because it's a Rooney rule where you got to interview black coaches. And Bill probably so didn't they, know that Flores was even going to come in for an interview. He probably didn't even know that. He just he thought he was texting Brian Dayball to say, hey. Yeah, he, said, he thought he was texting somebody else. So Yeah, yeah. So it was, um, like I said, it wasn't like Belichick tried to cover up for the white people. You like it is what it is. You know, check part of the scandal. <laughs> He's always in the mix. I'm trying, Some type yeah, of I'm, trying, I'm trying to make clear his name for him, but <laughs> you already shake your hands with the white boy talking some congratulations, and maybe you did have something to do with that shit. Hey, how did he know before everybody else knew anyway? God damn it. Think, yeah, I'm trying I mean, to keep the clip. I'm sure my favorite is my bias right now. So, shit, but you exactly right. 
I mean, Bill, he did win a Super Bowl with the Giants as a defensive coordinator, so I'm pretty sure he's still in tune with the organization. I mean, he got friends all, all, he got friends all over. Still, though, that's a private organization. They ain't even put that dude W4, W2s in yet. He already congratulating the man. Exactly. So right. you're right. You're right, you right, So, so like, do y'all like agree? Well, well, actually, Eric, I was talking to you like last week about this, right? In, in which, if it was up to me, I would make it so that these teams will hire their new coaches after the Super Bowl, so that way, when these teams are going into like deep playoff runs, those coaches that could be up for interviews, they can literally be available after the Super Bowl so they can pretty much kind of go from team to team to like do all of their interviews instead of being instead of being um like occupied with like you know going from place to place knowing that, that they got a game plan for their playoff game or possibly Super Bowl. So yeah. so yes instead of just waiting till like Black Monday after the regular season is done is then start hiring these coaches. They should just wait till after the the whole season is done as far as after the Super Bowl. So and that, I'm in agreement with that too. Like I said, I'm not using that as no an excuse, but Leftwich went to go do the uh, Jackson Jaguar interview for you know, and I'm pretty sure they can maintain going to an interview for a head coaching job and still coach their players up for the playoffs. But I, I don't I think so. Feel better. I, I, so. I just feel better if everybody you start looking for coaches once the season is all the way done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would feel I would feel better. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's so you gotta if you are, if you are a GM of an organization and you mid season see the direction that the team is going, you you supposed to already be lining up your your uh your next your next possible coach. You can't wait till the last minute to even you gotta well, not I, I, say but you gotta start that work immediately. You gotta yeah, really start. Right. You you can't talk to any coach unless you got permission. If if they're on active NFL teams, even still, you are gonna have people. But they get in the permission in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all you hear. I say I know what you're saying, um, Mister. But they 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 gotta be talking to somebody because they they doing it all through the playoffs and shit. Right. And I don't know what's going on in the regular season, but that's what I'm saying. If you allowing to get a mock coach in, like man, you are gonna be our next head coach. You know, he could be a defensive coordinator or whatever, and they know that. I Like I said, I I feel it. I, we, we people out here, man enough to still do their job and understand, okay, once I finish this job, I got another great, better job lined up for the next season. But does that affect the way you coach or think now with this team that you're already with? And I know what you're saying, Phil. You know, once, you, once the season's over, you probably got a few months you got a month and a half before the the, um, the draft, the combine, the draft, and shit to that extent. So you need that coach and that GM now. I do understand, like, you don't want to wait till the last minute. But if I had an idea through the season, when the season's officially over, I could still go to that guy, like you said, and say, man, you know, I've been eyeing you most of the season. We had a fucked up year. Can you come? Instead of just doing that shit during the season. I, like I said, I, I want to think. Positive about it, but I don't think I think month I think they tampering with a lot of shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they should be able to tamper. I, I agree with that. I, I, I don't think they should be able to have those conversations during the season. Yeah, right. I, I, I don't think they need to wait to 
you know, until the end of the season. Until the end of the season, that's what we said. Until the end of the season. To start, yeah. But not after the Super Bowl. I'm saying, well, to me, the that's, the best, that's the best time to do it because everyone's available. Because if you do it right, that's the thing. Right, that's the thing. When everybody, at the end of the season, the regular season, that's when they start talking. But usually they talking to the guys who offensive and defensive coordinators of these playoff teams because they the teams that showing the most, man, I need that person because he got his team rolling like this. So he got this defense playing great like this. So I want him. You probably ain't really looking for these fucking head coaches and the coordinators who didn't make the playoffs. It might be one or two that might catch the eye, but the most part is these teams that's in the playoffs. So I'm saying, just let they playoff run in. I mean, even you know what you say, you know how Mister you were saying, wait till the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe just wait till that team lose, and then that's- be allowed to talk. Yeah, you don't but- gotta wait till the end of the season, but now. Okay, the Raiders lost. Let me try to holler at their offensive coordinator. They yeah, out the playoffs. Yeah, I get that, but but the teams that's going to the Super Bowl, those coordinators, they could be well suited for those vacancies, but but since they still but guess what? Okay, but guess what? If it is, then I have to wait till the end of the season. Like right, you said, I'm with that, but then I will wait till the end of the season to ask him. And maybe I won't look for the, the Raiders' new offensive coach, offensive coach or whatever. Maybe I will wait because I want to see what Cincinnati going to do or what the Rams going to do. Now, if you was in Bob Kraft's shoes, right, because they've been making deep playoff runs for the past 20 years. Now, would you allow your coordinators permission to, like, have uh, interviews with these new teams? Like, would you do it? Like, like for me, I would say no because you got a job to do. You got a game plan. For this next team that we got a um, you know game plan for, but that's I, what I'm saying. I would, I would, I wouldn't allow it till our season was over. But you okay. think it should be regulated in the NFL? That it I shouldn't be league wide. League no one, should, no one should, should would, even be interviewed until the Super Bowl is done. Yeah, because it's a it's that's that's equivalent of you know a throwing game you know throwing games making bets and stuff. Throwing games. That's, that's what I'm that's saying. Just... I don't want to. I don't want to think like that. But like, that's what I'm saying, Phil. Nigga, if I know I'm already gonna be the head coach of this team, say what you want. There's five players on this team that I'm coaching that I do not like. So I'm, I wouldn't give a fuck right now if I got four games left to go. Now my team take a fall off. I look at this defense like it ain't as good as I thought. But I already basically done talk to you and hire you. So you, you will be hoping, like I say, if I'm tampering what we call it, we're going to call it a tampering. If I'm talking to you about a head coach game and I'm still in the playoffs, you still got to show me that you still – you got this job, but show me that you're willing to win. Mm-hmm. Tell me that, okay, now you're going to coach these games up, but you're going to do it to the best of your ability. Not because you got a head coach's job, but you want to finish the job that you had before you got this job. Now, uh, Flores also mentioned how he was offered $100,000 per loss because he was pretty much yeah. kind of like mandated to like tank games so that that way they can have a, like a better draft pick. So if you was coaching, would you maintain the integrity of the game or would you just say, fuck it? I'm a, I, I'm a capitalist. I want to make some money. So would you intentionally throw games nah. like that? I wouldn't <laughs> throw no games. Eh. Like I depend on the paycheck, Black, bro. <laughs> 
Let it be, you know, what his contract. He said he was getting a hundred thousand dollars. They was gonna pay a hundred thousand dollars a game. They said a hundred thousand dollars a game. If his salary a hundred thousand dollars a season, then he could make a hundred thousand dollars a game. <laughs> you right. think he, he ain't making a little money? <laughs> and don't get it twisted, G. I'm not saying that. That honestly, G. I'm not gonna say that wasn't like you said, nigga to nigga financially. And shit, I might throw all these games with for the integrity of the game. No, I'm gonna coach that coach them up and like and you saw it. I mean, I don't have no proof and like I said, that's still a great big allegation saying that the Miami Dolphins did that. But they was like one and seven. And then they won they went on like an eight game winning streak. Mm, yeah. Now I know I'm not they they in the playoff hunt. I'm not. I know they mad because they're like we. We probably would have hit the first pick, but he coached the ass up, and like he said, and I really do see he was a great coach. Right, and, and and also like the Dolphins had no had no. Well, to me, they didn't have a chance in hell and beating the Patriots doing that last week, and and New England end up having that first uh, wild card game because had New England won, they they would have had like a first round bye. So the fact that the Dolphins came up in there and won, which tells me that he was coaching his ass off. He was coaching his ass yeah. off, and and for him to coach like that and then get fired, mm-hmm. like they say his record is three and one against the Patriots, you know, but they fired you. It's got to be for a reason. They didn't fire you because you're not not doing a good job out here. It's got to be a reason why they fired you. It was over, so, um, like a difference of uh, philosophy as far as the way that they feel about the quarterback. You know, it was him and the GM. They had like those those beefs going but you on. You say that, but you say that, and it's like, but whatever you give me as a quarterback, I'm, 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 whatever instrument you give me, I'm gonna get you a tune out that bit. <laughs> so no matter what they give him, he's making good music. But Dude, you trying to spit bars, man? No, I'm not bars. spitting bars. I'm just trying to spit knowledge. You know, I mean, I'm just just trying to show you, like, <laughs> damn, this nigga doing this. Uh, yeah. And we yeah. winning games. Like, how the fuck can I get fired? So maybe it is something to what he fucking saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you don't fight if any if the Bears were one and seven, and then we went off on a seven game winning streak and missed the playoffs by one game. Well, because another team won and we lost you one of the games back in the day. Nah, if we had a fucked up season, we would have had a fucked up season. Look, he gave us reason to watch the games again. Hey, did, did Lovey get fired from a winning season? No, Lovey Smith was 10 and 6 in the Bears fired. So he got... 10 yeah, and 6. He did. And they he got fired. And they got fired in it. Black coaches. See. I ain't I, got a job. No, he coaching. He coaching for the Texans right now. I don't know where he gonna be at this year. Yeah, I don't think he'll ever get like another oh. head coaching job. But that's my whole point. Why? Why? He had winning seasons in Chicago. What have we done had in the last four or five years? Crappy team too. Because they was uh, they was overachieving. He what was up, really doing a good. He was coach. Yeah, he is. His offensive coordinator, his defensive coordinator, and him put they had a package. And they were like he said, they was out playing they were basically they was out coaching them. We 
Oh, that's bad luck. No, nah, they teaching peanut and them to punch that ball out because the offense ain't doing shit. Yeah. Offense, you got to run the ball more. Offense, you got to do this more. You know what I'm saying? And then Lovey wasn't no loud, rah-rah coach. He, they, everybody said he was just a calm coach, but you wanted to play for him. So coach players wanted to play for him. Three years old, you, he get fired. Three years later, he at Illinois. Now he's back in the NFL. But why he want another head coach when they recycle white head coaches all the time? Yeah. I mean, they recycle bad white coaches, too. Exactly. There's a lot worse coaches that kept jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to cape for Lovey Swift like that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I do I do understand that there's there's some underlying issues going on when it comes to, you know, these, these owners. And, uh, well, they are hiring more black GMs, but as far as head coaches, they would rather have, I guess, white guys. Um, have the ultimate authority over their players. So, but it's a good topic though. But I'm rolling with Brown Flores on there. Oh, you are. I don't really go against. Yeah, I don't really go against the shield. But like I say, some shit went when when you know how it is here. You know that old saying, motherfucker. You pissing on me and not giving me the courtesy to say it's piss. You telling me it's rain. But you pissing on us, man. And it's like, we know we wet. And it's like, what the fuck, man? When we gonna, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, well, nigga, y'all not letting us in. It's one head coach in the NFL. And that's because Pittsburgh, though, they only had three coaches in their, in their franchise. Now, they don't fire coaches. You know what I'm saying? They keep coaches. Are you still going to be a Belichick? Huh? You still going to be a Pittsburgh? Yeah, they they coach. Yeah, like Tommy, the one who like oh my up. He's the only black coach in the league, mm-hmm. head coach in the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. What you were saying, that man? Are you still gonna be a fan of Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick didn't do shit. He texted the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah but, everybody done done. Yeah, but everybody he, done the work. Yeah, but he is he is part of the system that's like holding down black coaches though. I don't know if he's part of the system. He just congratulated the fucking guy. That don't mean you're part of the system. That means you're just telling somebody you did a good job. Congratulations on your hire. Mm, I mean, you're trying to make Bill Belichick. No, no. You're trying to make Bill Belichick as the bad guy in this, and he ain't do shit but text. You can't be mad at him. He don't even work there. Right. But Brian Flores, no, he's, he's also indicating how Bill is still part of, of the of the whole overall problem. He, it, that is not that is nowhere in the lawsuit. That is nowhere in the motherfucking Brian lawsuit. Brian Flores did say that. He said he, he's been. Is it in the lawsuit? No, no, he has. No, he has. He said it during, <laughs> during his interview circuit. He said Bill Belichick is part of the problem as well. Okay. You have to, well, you have well, to find well, that fucking play. You said what? Rob, you gotta you gotta find that's, out and play. Gotta, gotta, I need that clip. That's just a play. Every time somebody gets fired, they always want to take shots at their boss. Let me take uh a, a, like maybe a minute or two <laughs> so I can find this clip. Cause you think I'm just bullshitting. Yep. I think you're on bullshit. <laughs> I'm not on bullshit, man. All right, hold on. Nah, you don't like nah, you one of them niggas, man. But it's okay for your life you gotta say niggas. But Bill Belichick can't take somebody because he's part of the system. But Joe Rogan can say nigga all day. <laughs> That's the shit I be talking about. You be prosecuting 
who you dislike. It's a difference. Let me see. Hold on, let me look this It would be different if Bill Belichick texted him and said, aha, nigga, you ain't get the job. <laughs> that would be different. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> But honestly, yeah, all he did was text the wrong dude to congratulate the wrong dude. Man, I mean, you, I think to bring that horn and be like, "We don't believe you. You need more people or something." I gotta get that. You gotta put that as one of them things. You know, so, so I, I need to be able to press it too because we don't believe you. You need more people. So, so did he? Uh, did he get the hundred thousand dollars a game, or he just came out and said it's, that's what he was offered? He he said it that's was offered from Stephen Ross. And also, so Hugh, Jackson, Hugh Jackson also said how he was uh, encouraged to take games when he was coaching the Cleveland Browns for an extra fifty thousand dollar check. Fifty thousand? Oh yeah, yeah, fifty. Here's fifty. But my whole thing is, <laughs> I, you know what? I, like, have Mister yeah, looking for the link still? Have Mister looking for the link now? I've been watching ESPN in the morning shit while I'm at work or whatever. It seems to me that the black, old black players, players that's playing now, kind of know that this shit is going on, but they can't say shit. Because at the end of the day, these billionaires are paying y'all. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? That's why it's such a big thing for Blind Floyd to say it. But it's, it's, it's really, like I said, it's really touching. Because Ryan Clark was on that. Ryan Clark was like, he it seemed like he wanted to say more his the very first day, but he was just like, Brian Flores doing it. You know, he's putting that out there for us. But Ryan Clark, I looked at him, he wanted to speak on it more. And and I'm looking like, say what you want to say. Cause it, you could tell he wanted to say more about this bullshit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the headline. Brian Flores claims Bill Belichick influenced Giants culture decision. So as you scroll down. Okay. I'm going to read this. I'm not sure if y'all can read this part. Hold on. And this is Brian Flores quotes, correct? Yep. Okay. This here is it my is. Third part. Okay. He said, I think there are back channels, conversations, uh, back channel meetings that are off the times influence decisions Flores said during the appearance on the Lemons podcast I think the Giants hiring process is a clear example of that Bill Belichick is a clear example of that his resume speaks to that it was clear to me that that decision was made with this influence it's part of the problem that needs change it needs to be a fair and equal opportunity to interview and showcase your abilities to lead and earn one of those positions before anybody say anything, I want an apology. I said I said correct. Well, I apologize. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I appreciate Look, it. I, I, problem, I, I truly apologize. The problem with this, this is the whole problem. I mean, this happens in, in hiring industries in every business type. You thought it was capping. Why, why he didn't say all of this shit while he had a job? I mean, See, yeah, it's a, because it's a good because he waited because he waited yeah because he waited until after his job to do all of this he just looks like a disgruntled employee and so he's not, not going to have very much weight 
they're not. And that's what I think they're not going to do investigations into nobody that was fired and they mad now because they ain't got no job. You should have did all of that while you was employed. If you thought it was wrong, you should have came out and said something while it was happening. Don't wait until after you get fired to do it. Because it was happening and you didn't want to face it. But I don't know if it was it was you been on the fence and to fake the money. You know, like, so I, I totally agree. And that, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm on his side, but I really think, like you said, I think the NFL, they, they're a big brand. You know what I'm saying? That, I mean, it's the shield. Like I said, I was telling my wife this the other morning. I'm like, the NBA, is, that's Jerry West logo. You know what I'm saying? The baseball logo, you see a man swing with the helmet swinging the bat. Clamp, um, when you see um, what else? Um, hockey, you got the you see the guy. It's the man. He's playing hockey. Mm-hmm. The NFL is just a fucking shield that says the NFL. No man, no nothing, because it's not a it's not a individual sport. Not so much individual. It's not about the player. It's about the game, the product they putting on the field, the shield. That's what they call it. It's the shield. There's no fucking quarterback throwing the ball, you know, as a logo or whatever. It's, it's the NFL. And when you and when you notice that and you peep that, you're going against that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what you're going against. Right. I mean, as far as you posing the question, Phil, why he didn't say anything prior to this coming out, I mean – no one was saying anything, so th- that's why it, it really wasn't like a reason for this to even um, be of, of like in mainstream news as a hot topic. So, like, nobody was saying anything, he didn't say anything. He well, got offered a bribe essentially to yeah, do a game. He got a bribe, oh, okay. As far as that specific allegation, mm-hmm. yeah, that, yeah, that's one. I mean, that allegation alone, that's a was strong allegation. If you're employed. And you say this and nothing happens, that's one thing. But if you get fired and you come back and say all of this bad stuff about the organization afterwards, it makes it's an embarrassment to you. It's not embarrassing them. Well, See, he, he was willing to take it to the grave because he got fired and didn't say anything about that. But when it comes to him trying to pursue a giant shot, then to find out as he was going in for an interview that someone else has the job, then yeah, it was time for him to like say something like, like man, this ain't this ain't right. So, so, so of course, like he felt disgruntled and, and it felt unfair, and that's why he kind of so you think that was, that was just the start of the camel's back. That's yeah, the problem said. that's the problem though, Mr. C. It's a character issue. I wouldn't yeah. want to hire him now because I see what type of character he has. As long as he part of the game, he'll play it. As soon as he out of the game, he want to be mad at everybody. Don't nobody. He's never going to work again in the business just because of that. Well, Even his, if he's biggest beef was the actual unfair when it comes to black coaches being interviewed. That that was his only gripe. But as far as the the whole hundred thousand dollars thing, he was willing to take it to the grave. I'm sure he wasn't going to blow the whistle on that. But the fact that he he just felt like the need to like bring everything out now that you know like the spotlight is on him. That's what I'm saying though. That means he has no integrity. His integrity is compromised. If he would have just came out and made this about the black coach issue, then that mm would be fine. But because he brought up all this old shit, he's lost his respect, his integrity, because he brought up old shit that he was fine with. 
that he, while it was that he was going to take to the grave with. You right, Phil. I won't say that he was fine with it because he, he didn't take the money. No, no, no. He didn't tell anybody. It was clearly a bribe. It was clearly something that shouldn't have happened. If you at your job and you see a plane about to crash and you don't tell nobody, you may as well have been responsible for the plane crash, right? I mean, I don't like that example, man. It's too extreme. <laughs> no. If, if you... If somebody give you... I mean, it's extreme, but if somebody's giving you $100,000 to make sure these planes don't crash, an extra 100000 for three, these three type of planes, and he like, you know, let them crash. You know what I'm saying? Just act like turn your head. It was an accident. Sorry, it was an accident. They they but gonna pay him a Right now, when you trying to run your own air traffic control, and they say, "Nah, we don't want that." You like, but so and so. When I was working for them, they was talking about paying me a hundred thousand. I ain't let no planes crash, but they was talking give me a hundred thousand for every plane I crash. Them niggas looking like, well, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? What what that got to do with your job with this air traffic control? So I, and, I, and I'm telling you, Bill, that's how the the shield got so many ways to make it make fall back on him. Do I want him? Like you said, if it was about the black coaches, that's one thing. The allegations you said the Dolphins did that's a big allegation. That's big. G. Mm. Yeah. Even and if even you're if right, it's, even if he motherfucking right, that's, that's it's strong. G. Yeah. Even mm. if he right, he never gonna. It, it, it would be. Oh, no, high, he'll never coach again. Yeah. It'll I mean, be he's, he's employee now. Well, nobody should. Okay. I would never hire. Yeah, but like he is making that part of his lawsuit against NFL and anything that he's gonna put in there. I'm not going to just like blame the victim and, and just say that you full of shit just because you happen to like bring something up that that like no one else knew about. I mean, he has to he has to be truthful in what he puts into the lawsuit, you know, and 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 I'm, I'm not going to like, you know, you know, you know, burn them, burn them for it. I mean, like it's like y'all kind of like it's like I want to blame the victim for some reason. No, no, no. I'm not blaming Mr. him for anything. Mr. What we talked the other day, you was on the coach. You was on the NFL side. This is this is what I'm saying. I'm uh, not blaming I mean, him. I'm kind of split on it. I'm kind of split on it because, yes, I, I do represent the Shield. Like, the NFL is my NFL. It's mine because I I actually pay every single month high premium rates for these NFL packages. So the, the NFL is my product. I feel like I own it. So yes, I represent the shield. At the same time, Brian Flores, he 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 was dealt wrong and I kind of feel for him, so I'm kind of split on it. So yes, I I represent the NFL. I I, I do. And right. I, I know I do too. I but I, I told y'all I was split. Wait, you was pro four, you was 80-20 and if you if you if you was 20 for the coach. You might have been 100% when we first talked. Maybe you got a little more information now you split. I was split from jump. Like I really was because whether you like it or not, we, like you say, I'm watching all these games. It ain't no black head coach out there on that fucking field. Only the one of. I mean, honestly, I, I could care less who's coaching. I could care less. Oh. I, I just care about the play. I just care about good, like a good product on the field. I could care less who's coaching. And there's a lot of poor product on the field with some of these whack ass white coaches. If you had a black coach 
that knew what the fuck he that knows what he's doing. All that's way better than good. white coach. All black coaches right. ain't good. Right, Dude, you all, all white coaches ain't good. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even making that argument. And it's white coaches, but you, it's, and you say all black coaches ain't good. Well, all white coaches ain't good, but these white coaches are the ones who get the fucking job. Well, it's not about relationships. Give me about, give me about four or five black coaches black that ain't good. So I can say these niggas ain't That's good. what black people's issues is, because we don't know how to politic. Everything's about feelings. <laughs> See, that's that's fucked up. Man, that's fucked up, dude. So we supposed to have dude. affirmative action in the NFL? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. See, let me tell you something. Well, the that... motherfuckers that do listen to us and shit, they know Mister is a fucking Republican. Like they know it. Hey, Eric. What do his his political stance? Hey, Eric. Nah, hey, they know it. They know. They know this motherfucker is not. And be and they know we fox. They know that Dude. we fox by the way he talks. But Eric, like doing <laughs> doing the Judge W days, you was a Republican, right? Dude, money was coming in. Hey, I I like whoever that helps benefit with money. Money was was prosper. It was things were going good back then. So how come I can't that make me a Republican? That's not so much. You're a Republican, man. I'm not Republican, Democrat. Or not do I want the the person I feel that's best qualified? Right. So guess I'm what? Sure that's why I like Donald Trump at name. first. That's why I like the Donald Trump at first. But mm-hmm. he, he he brought the business idea to the White House. But then you're a fucking idiot at the other ninety six percent things you got to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like damn, I like you Trump, but you can get money straight, but you can't control this country. You got the country. You got the country in a fucking uproar. You got other countries that really fucking hate us now. Now, can you handle the, your books and have, get money out of these people's hands? Yeah. But that's just a little part of certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah, that's the same thing with books. I mean, money was, things were going a little better. So, yeah, I'm going to be for that person. But you're not going to label me as Democrat or Republican. Robert, you are a Republican. I'm not a Republican. I'm still a registered Democrat. Oh, I'm a registered Democrat, but I don't care who has a D or R next to their name. I just care about who got the best policy. You see, I'm not so dogmatic just to vote for the Democrats. I mean, the I mean, what was the last time like the Democrats had had like had like black men in their agenda? Everything is about the women. But it's nothing for black men. At least Trump had like an olive branch towards black men. I mean, he, he freed like a lot of prisoners, and you know, you got Kim Kardashian going to the Oval Office and freeing like a whole bunch of black people. He he freed more black people than any other president in history. So yes, I fucks with Trump over that. What is what is Joe Biden doing right now? <laughs> Dude, just put your red hat on. Okay, I will buy me a MAGA hat, and I will Dude, wear it for the next broadcast. Don't do that. Hey, I won't be on the podcast with that hat on. Hey, don't do that. That's I see it with that, 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 that hat on. Y'all see me like. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to go through two more topics, and um, but it's going to be real short. So the first one, I just want to say the Lakers suck, man. The Lakers suck. I mean, even with last night, I was watching the game, right? Even with games that they do win, 
it's like they, they be throwing their best punch and they still be going into overtime. Sometimes they win them, sometimes they lose them. But like teams is not really scared of the Lakers no more. There's no intimidating factor. I mean, you know, Brian came back. He had a good game. AD played actually pretty good. But the X factor last night was Malik Monk. I mean, he was just on fire. I think he scored like over 30 points. So without Monk, I mean, the Lakers would have been blown out the blown out the gym. And Julius without somebody on every team every night, the other team would get blown out. You said what? I said every you talking about without Malik Monk. I say every fucking game that's played without somebody, the other team would have blown them out. Yeah, but you you won't get that out of him every single night. But it just so happened that last night he was the no hot- no Malik Malik Monk really should be like straight starting. and he's a he's a twenty five point game nigga. No, he's not. For real. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Malik Monk is. Yeah, he is. No, I'm saying like I'm not. No, I'm saying like realistically, he's a twenty-five point. He's a twenty, twenty-one to twenty-five point game of night, nigga. If he starts and playing the correct minutes as a starter, God will be in the league. Now um, no. you say the Lakers up. You say the Lakers up. No, okay. not E. He, yes, he he could possibly score that. That's if LeBron or AD's up the roster. But being that AD and Brown was playing, and he still got hot. I mean, he's not going to give you that production every single night when both those players on the court. That's all I'm saying. He was just an X factor and, okay. and kind of made them win a game. Okay. Okay. So, okay, he was the X factor that night. So with LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the court, then somebody else got to be the X factor every other night. So it's Malik call again. Yeah, I mean, some nights, Melo, he may get half from three. Some nights, um, right, right, THT. Right, that's what I'm saying. So what's the problem? The, the problem suck. is Bob is expected more from the Lakers. And he won't admit it that he's a fan of that game. <laughs> I, I totally agree. The Lakers <laughs> are really playing bad. I'm going to say this, though. Right now, they're the ninth seed. Lakers put a little streak together. They make it in the playoffs, and they don't have to play Golden State in the first round. I don't mind them playing Phoenix in the first round, but playing Golden State in the first round is a problem. The only three games outside of number six spots, but but still, like, it's crazy because the guy said it, and I'm, I'm going to repeat it, but I'm not a fan right now. But Russell Westbrook did say something. You get those players in the playoffs and win four out of seven, and you get Russell, LeBron, and AD and they're healthy, and it's the best four out of seven. But first, we got. But first thing first, you got to get to the playoffs. You got to show me that y'all can win enough games to get in the playoffs and get a nice spot, like you were saying. Miss, how many games they out? But and that's what I said. Right now, they still suck to me. They they still got shit they need to do. But I'll tell you one thing. If they get in the playoffs and they and they healthy and I mean healthy, I mean Anthony Davis don't fucking get hurt. They gonna be a fucking problem to deal with. Because I mean, guess what, Miss? Because I feel that I feel like every team gonna be giving their hardest punches like they've been doing all year. But you gotta do that four times, and LeBron and AD gonna make it a half court game. They haven't. LeBron and AD being healthy, they have not lost the series together. In the playoffs, yeah, but uh, like the bubble is an outlier. I mean, everybody was on fire in that bubble. 
And plus, um, being that they were like an older team, they had like four months of rest prior to going to the bubble, and they didn't have to worry about any traveling. Um, no, like, out of the ordinary um, distractions really like that. So that's why they was able to win that Black Lives Matter on Disney Championship. I mean, I, I'm always seeing that championship as an asterisk, so I'm, I'm sorry, man. That's that's not a real grinding NBA championship. I'm sorry, man. It's not. It's a, what it's, would it's you a Black Lives Matter championship. The subject, man. All right, last one, y'all. Um, we're not going to be here next week because of the Super Bowl. So, what are your Super Bowl predictions for next week? Rams. Rams. Okay. Uh, Who's your MVP? Uh, you ain't getting more than that out of me than that. Cincinnati gonna win. Um, Damn, man, Cincinnati is gonna be lit. Cincinnati, Cincinnati is gonna be lit. Cincinnati. You said what, Mister? I thought you was going for the Rams. Hell no, no, I'm not. Oh, hey, Cincinnati. Um, okay, we'll win. I want to say 33 or 38 to 27, 29. You think the Rams defense is going to? Give up 38 points. <laughs> so what's your what I, I I'm we're not you just asked me who I had to win. <laughs> I don't have to give you a rebuttal or anything. I told you who I had to win, I told you the score. Okay. Now your turn, Rob. Who do you have? You apparently you got the Rams. Yeah, I got the Rams. I think the score and, is gonna be I think 31, 31 to 20. Okay. 31 to 20. Because the Rams are going to go into like a big lead and then the defense is going to let up a little bit. That, that's how Cincinnati is going to score some late scores. I mean, I'm, I'm being generous with 20, but I think the Rams is going to blow them out because uh, the uh, Bengals' uh, offensive line is very subpar. And, 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 and that front four with the Rams, man, like they, they should dominate throughout the whole game. And I would expect okay. Cup to be the MVP. Okay. And my MVP – Will be Broadway Joe. They call him Joe Cool. Yeah, Joe I know. Cool. Broadway Joe. Joe Cool. Joe. He. I. I, I can call him what the fuck I want to call him, Robert. He's gonna be the MVP. <laughs> All right. We're gonna leave it at that. And and it that. So next week we won't, but the following week we're gonna play these predictions and see who was the closest. Rob. Okay. Don't I be say 31, 31, 20 for me, and you said like 38 to what? 24, you 33, said? 38, 24, 27, yeah. Okay. Hey, Phil, <laughs> just, just throw out a score, man. You said Rams. I got, just I, got, I got 25. I got Rams. I got Rams 20, 20, let's say 28, 28 to 13. That's all I, I got for okay. Cincinnati. Okay. 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 Now, should we put like a friendly wager on it? Oh, we can, we, we, we'll do it. Whatever it is, we, we'll talk about whatever it is. Whoever wins, we'll talk about once we get to Arizona. That'll be who buying around a drink or whatever. We'll, we'll make something like up that. once we get out there. Whoever wins will we'll have a pass on buying any type of drink for like one night. So, like, the, the other two got to right, like buy the drinks. 
I love that. <laughs> and that's what I'm, I'm with that shit, my nigga. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool. Podcast uh, Go ahead. No, before you sign us out, I'm just saying we will, we will talk and try to have something for you. Um, feel by that Friday, we'll have at least a um, where we'll be staying at, so you can let Nisi know. All right, that's cool. All right. Oh yeah, All right, right, manuals next week. Um, do you think you want to stop by? Uh, due to my Valentine's Day gift, I probably won't. So, oh, so you're gonna stay at home? Like I said, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna, I let y'all, like I said, I let y'all, I'm gonna hit y'all up about that. But yeah, I'm not telling Emmanuel though, man, because I know he's gonna have a, a shindig. Y'all enjoy over there, man, for real. Cool. All right, man. Hi, y'all. Cornerstone right. Podcast, episode 57. Subscribe, like, comment, and share the content. And uh, we signing out. We'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Hi, y'all. Peace.